But the series is based on wake up, serve, repeat. Wake up, serve, repeat. Now, in order to stretch that private time devotion to God, you got to work at it. That is something that you have to say, I want in myself, I want to be alone with Jesus Christ. I want to spend that time alone. I want to shut everything down. That means you have to work at it because your body and your flesh is not used to just waking up extra early or shutting things down or, or spending that time because we're used to doing things the way we do things. Amen? And so you have to work at it. If you ever sat down for an hour and just focus on Jesus, it takes some time. And so what I begin to do, I begin to write things down. When I, when I hear if people need prayer, I begin to write it down. If someone has a scripture they want me to read, I write it down. If someone, uh, 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 if, 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 if there's something going on in our family, I begin to write it down so I can incorporate it. Not, not only that I pray right then and there, but I also take it to my hour of prayer. Amen? So when working at it, meaning I, I'm asking for the challenge to keep your ears open for things to pray for. Keep your ears open on scriptures to write down to read. And some of us may have said, well, what can I do within an hour? And we have a list. If you didn't get that list, you can get one today. We had copies. And getting that list and understanding what can we do within that hour of prayer, um, there's a multiple of things that, that can happen within that hour of prayer. And we're going to talk about wake up, serve, repeat, because there is something. Our repeated devotion to Christ is very important on our daily living. If you want to start seeing increase in power and truth come out of you even more, start spending more time with Jesus, alone time with Christ. Go to the next slide. About our understanding through the series. He's coming back? Okay. All right. What we want to understand through the series is how short our time is here. How our environment affects us while we are here. How our how heartfelt, repeated devotion keeps us closer and makes us stronger within the kingdom of God. And understanding of God's purpose through daily discipline time with him. Now, in understanding our devotion, and understanding and going through this series, um, Deacon Gunn is recording it, and, 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 and so we want to make sure whoever's not here, they get it and put it in their hands because this is how we're going to increase our relationship, increase the power, increase the kingdom of God, amen, through our devotion and our time of prayer and reading scriptures to God. You're wondering why you seem like you can't overcome this and seem like you can't get through that, and, but I'm praying, but you're praying and, and, and the thing is, you need to break some stuff down and say, sit down and really pray and really get alone with Jesus. You're wondering why you can't overcome. You're wondering why you can't change because you need to really get deep down and get alone with Jesus Christ. Get alone with him. All right. Do you know what devo devotion means? Private time, alone time, not in religious service. I want to keep that clear. That's alone time. All right, so our understanding of this series is how short our time is here, how our environment affects us while we are here, how, how heartfelt, repeated devotions keeps us closer and makes us stronger within the kingdom of God, 
understanding of God's purpose through daily discipline, time with him. Amen? So, next, next Sunday, I'm, I'm making it our national t-shirt Sunday. All right? I want you to, I want you to take some time and create a t-shirt. All right? Go, go home, take some time this week. There's two places in the mall I would suggest. The place where they, they had the kiosk is right next to that teriyaki chicken place where they cook the teriyaki. Y'all know what I'm talking about in the mall? Y'all hungry? Y'all like, man, that sounds good. Y'all better stop thinking about food. Amen. <laughs> but I got this T-shirt made. It says, wake up, wake up, serve, repeat. And on the back, it says, my purpose. And our purpose is to continually get in closer to Jesus so that we can be used by him. And in order to be used by him effectively, we need to get in him more so we can hear him clearer. All right? Now, my wife, you know how when you leave and after you get something done and then you think of something better, like, man, I should have added that. So my wife said, you should have put my purpose, my purpose, my purpose, right? So this T-shirt is not finished. Amen. So I want to talk about Let's go to the next scripture. Go to the next slide. Our time is short here. Let's talk about time today. And I, and I saw this uh, preacher named Francis, Francis Chan. He, he did this. And I, and I hope you get an understanding as I, I do, do this uh, demonstration about our time. Now, the scripture says, where is you do not know what will happen tomorrow? For what is your life? Is it even a vapor that appears for a little time? And then vanishes away. You know how fast a vapor is? Man, we spend so much time trying to enjoy this life. Trying to look cool. Trying to look hip. Trying to look important. Trying to look important in front of friends. Trying to look important in front of, front, front of uh, our boys or our, our guys. And trying to look, trying to, trying to build ourselves to a certain standard. And yeah, you trying to do all that, man, and your life is a vapor. It's gone like that. Listen. I need a volunteer. You always volunteer. Let me get another young person. Nigel, come on up. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> All right. There's a text on your screen. I want you to drive around as far as you can. Go, go around and go to the end of that door. All right. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Run with it. Run with it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Best you can. That's good enough. That's far enough. Don't hit. Don't hit Deacon Stewart. <laughs> All right. Let's let's swing it over here. Okay. Everybody see the screen? <laughs> Kids, huh? Kids. Amen. Amen. Listen. All right. This is your lifespan. See this black piece of the string? This is the vapor. This is how fast it goes. The time you spend, we, do, we, we were born here, then we work, look, we work hard. We work real hard. We put our phone, okay, we do all this to enjoy this little bitty time right here. It's a vapor. Your life is gone. And imagine this string going on forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Amen. Imagine this string just never ends. 
That's eternity. What you do here will affect this whole line of eternity. If you spend your life for the devil here, you're going to spend this whole line of eternity with him in hell. I'm just going to keep it real. Saints, this is for you too, saints. This is for us. Because we can receive salvation. But did you not know there's a crown and rewards for those that serve God with all their heart? So when you serve God and you take this time and say, you know what, I'm a sacrifice. I'm not, not going to just put all my money in the 401k. I'm not just going to put all my time invested into work. I'm not just going to put all my time and invest it and just casually come to church. and just ca- No, I'm going to serve God with all my heart with this little bitty time because I know for eternity. It's going to have a thick of how long of how I am, how many crowns I'll get, how much reward I receive for eternity, forever. This is all we got, saints. And we spend it lollygagging, playing it around. Are we serious? We need to take this time because this is all we got because this is, this is going to happen. You're going to enter into eternity. The question is, what is your attorney going to be like? Thank you. Thank you, Nigel. Doesn't it make you think when the scripture says our life is like a vapor? And we spend our whole time, we spend our whole life worrying about this. Oh, I got to get myself set up. I got to. Get this set up. I, I, I got to get set up. And we spent, what, 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 10, 20 years? Probably enjoy that for a little bit. And really didn't dig into Jesus. Wasted our time. Wasted our life. Which is going to affect the whole eternity. Everything that we plan for in life will not last. It will break. It will pass away. We are working and focusing on things daily that to satisfy the flesh. Something that is cut up and caught up in sin and is connected to death. This flesh is connected to death. This flesh is going to die. But yet and still, we spend all this time trying to please this. We spend our whole that little span of life trying to make this happy. Amen? Trying to enjoy this with sex and drinking and smoking and trying to fulfill our desire, fleshly desire. Amen? Connected to death, we work hard to make it happy. Oh, oh, you need a pat on the back, or I want to be praised you in the church because of the wrong reasons, for your wrong motivations. Not truly digging deep into hearing what God has for your life. You're trying to please this flesh. Man, we go broke trying to please this flesh. Man, we'll spend our last dollar trying to get that big screen TV, trying to, huh? Trying to trying to get this and trying to get that and and, and trying to get that we'll spend our last dollar and then man <laughs> you know they, they you know when the new system PlayStation came out when the PlayStation Four came out I walked to, I you know I, I went into GameStop and I, and I was just talking to the manager he said he said you wouldn't believe how many people had to have that PlayStation Four so bad that they bought it and they brought it back two weeks later because they needed to pay their rent. Trying to please the flesh. Trying to please that desire. 
We do. We go broke trying to make it happy. We eat, 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 and more eating. All this junk food to make it happy. Man, we we eat. We know we fool, and we just keep eating. Man, it just tastes good. Don't be the one that gotta add your own crunches because you wanna crunch on every on, on every bite. I gotta have every bite. I gotta have a cookie crunch to it. Let me add some more cookies to it. We want to satisfy this flesh more and more and more. We eat. We gotta. We we unhealthy. They allow all this stuff to come in in America. Why eat it? Like allow all this junk. Why? Because we want to satisfy the flesh. McDonald's giving us thirteen percent beef. Come on, McDonald's. <laughs> Every time you eat a burger, you eat thirteen percent beef. I don't know what's. I don't know what's the other stuff. I, now, man, we got people that work. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not saying I'm gonna eat it. I'm not gonna stop eating McDonald's burger. I might have a burger here and there, but I'm just saying we gotta be knowledgeable on what we eating. Amen. And we need to find some healthy stuff and start eating more healthy, and stop trying to satisfy this flesh all the time. My weakness is fries. Oh my goodness. <laughs> man, I do stuff like I'm gonna eat healthy today, and I I go to McDonald's and get a salad, and I'll be like. I pause for a second. Then they say, anything else? I pause. I'm like, let me get a large fry. (laughs) Oh, why did you ask me if I wanted anything else? Man. Yeah, let me get that fry. Let me just get a small one. I don't know. (laughs) Amen. Trying to satisfy the flesh, man. We, We sleep and we oversleep. Huh? Knowing we need to get up, man. People not working today because they too tired. They sleepy. They not getting up for work because they want to satisfy the flesh. Just lay in the bed. Laying it in the bed. Every day is a veggie day. You just a vegetable, just not getting up, not working. Amen. But then you got some people that overwork. They overwork the body. Body can't rest. Body like a walking zombie. Where you going, work? Dude, you just got off of work. Yeah. Because you're trying to accomplish something because you need to keep up that note. You need to keep this up. You need to keep that up because you're trying to please the what? The flesh, man, to get you in trouble. Man, you shoot somebody trying to please the flesh. People, man, people, people getting guns in Milwaukee because they know stuff going to go down in Milwaukee. Because why? Because people are fleshly. People want to steal, kill, and destroy, just like the enemy. Amen? Because people desire things because of their flesh desires it. Our flesh is emotional. It gets its feelings hurt. It needs a pat on the back sometime because its feelings get hurt. Our lives can become built upon keeping this flesh happy, and that's not the lifestyle you want to live. You'd be running around like crazy trying to make this thing happy. And it's, guess what? And it's going to die. It's not even going to enter into eternity. It's going to die. But everything that you do to this flesh, 
it's going to cause you to understand that whatever you do now, that's your result for eternity. We need to take this small little bit of time we have and use it for Christ's glory. Let's go to the next slide in 1 Corinthians chapter 9. It says, and everyone who competes for the prize is temperate in all things. If you're competing for something here, it ain't going to last long. It is not going to last long. Those $100 hairdos, they're not going to last long. You got to go back two weeks later. You got to spend it again. Men, the cars and the tools that we get, they get old. We break them. Amen. Our kids run and use them and take them from us. <laughs> then we got to buy them again. <laughs> Amen. All this stuff is temporal. Now they do it to obtain a perishable crown, but we for an imperishable crown. When you give your life, this little time span, that little black area on that rope, when you give it to Christ, you're going to receive something that will last forever. It will never end. You will be in glory forever. Why? Because you spent that little time and you gave everything you had to Christ with that little bitty time you had on this earth. What is it going to be like when you see his face? Spend your time and money on what's going to get the job done that will last. Why are we spending our time, wasting our time? We need to get into God. We need to get into our devotion, seek his face every day. That's the things that's going to last. Those are the things that's going to be rememberable because my God is an eternally God. He's a forever God, and he's going to remember everything I did here on this earth. Everything I did. Think about it like this. Everybody's seen the commercial with the man. He went and bought a sports car, and then he drove up to the house, and his wife was pregnant. <laughs> and she had, like, two kids or whatever, and then, then the, the belly showed up, and he took that sports car right back to the store. Like, man, I can't get this sports car. This is not going to last me if I spend my time and my money and paying this note on the, on the sports car, and I got three, four kids. What am I doing? I need to get a minivan. Can you imagine spending your time with a sports car? Can you imagine getting two, three car seats in a sports car? You're going to hate that car after about a week. Oh, man, I got to throw these kids in the back. I'm going to get this door open. You get a two-door sports car. Trying to work them in the back. They're back there crying. <laughs> trying to look cool with about three kids in the back. Yeah, I got this car. Yeah. Man, you're going to hate that car every time you pay that note, man. I wish I would have got that minivan. You can't spend your life and spend your time on something that's not going to be durable, something that's not going to last, something that's going to be continual. You need to spend that time with Jesus Christ because that's the thing you need to get through this life and have your life for eternity with him. You can't make it through this life with a sports car. You need to get in that minivan so you can relax and have room and have space and enjoy Oh, Jesus. Go to the next slide. This is what I'm not saying. Because some people be like, man, this is, this is, y'all, this, this is the church. They don't like to do nothing. No. What I'm not saying, I, I put, I want to make that clear because y'all going to say, man, they, they, don't, they don't like to do nothing. <laughs> I'm not saying, can, can we read this together? 
I'm not saying we can't enjoy life, work, and plan, but we need to control this flesh and keep it under control because if we don't, we will find ourselves putting those things before a relationship with Christ. Can, can we read that one more time? Come on, let's, let's try it together. Now, I'm not saying we can't enjoy life, work, and plan, but we need to control this flesh and keep it under control because if we don't, we will find ourselves putting those things before a relationship with Christ. Man, you will put that stuff before Jesus and you will find yourself running ragged. You will find yourself looking crazy trying to please the world. Look at all these rap stars and stuff. Man, they looking crazy trying to please the media. A million tattoos and rings all over their face and trying to please the world so they can fit in. I'm, I'm, I'm like so-and-so, yeah. You get yourself all mixed up in the world and what the world wants you to do. And then when you finally realize now you got all this stuff on you, you're like, man. Then your son trying to get it. You be like, no, son, don't do it. Daddy, you did it. Man, uh, stop bringing up my past, boy. <laughs> Amen. Don't have a heart. Don't have this type of heart where you say, I'll just do enough for Jesus. I'll just, I'll just do enough. I'm going to do enough. I'm still going to get in, so I'm just going to be a casual saying I. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to, you know, I'm still going to get in. I'll still have salvation. Man, I don't know what's going to happen if you had that kind of heart. You know what I'm saying? Because the Lord judged the what? Your heart. And if you say, man, I'm just going to, you know, I still got salvation. I'm just going to just relax this thing through. Better be careful. Because the Lord looking at that heart, man, if you feel like you're just going to relax this thing through and just feel like you're just going to, you know what I'm saying, do what you want to do, not really serve him, and check your heart. Why we must keep flesh under control because we become less spiritual, not able to see what is coming. We cause ourselves to fall. We can't see what's coming, man. We can't see what's coming because we're not spiritual. We can't see the, the heartache and the pain that we're causing our family. You can't see the heartache and pain that you're causing your son because you're running around like an idiot. You can't see the pain that you're causing that newborn child coming into this world. Why? Because you're doing what you want to do. Your flesh is rising up, and you're not spiritual enough to see the harm that you're causing. Running around with eight baby mamas. Look at the harm that you're causing. That's eight children, nine children, 20 children that does not have a father in their life. And our generation is dying over and over again because we don't see the effects. We don't care about the effects. Why? Because we just want to please this body. And our children are dying in the process because we want to please this. It's not too late to turn it around. You can say, yeah, I did that, but today is the day I'm straightening up myself and I'm grabbing my children and I'm going to do what's right. I'm not going to have myself caught up and lost in this world anymore. It's not too late. As long as there's breath in our body, saints, we can change and we can progress further in Jesus. Like I said, while there's breath in your what? Man, while there's breath in your body. 
It's time to make that choice. Let's go to the next slide, Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 5, verse. Amen. (laughs) Amen. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15. It says, see then that you walk circumspectedly. Amen. We were talking about that big word stuff in Sunday school, weren't we? Big word. No. (laughs) Circumspectedly. Y'all got to come to Sunday school. Y'all want to know the inside jokes. (laughs) See then that you walk circumspectedly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Now I'm about to break this down. See then that you walk circumspectedly. What that word means is that you are watchfulness of every way with attention and guard against surprise attacks, against danger. The Bible is telling us, see then that you walk circumspectly, meaning that that you watch yourself and watch because Satan is a devil. He's seeking who he may devour. He's looking whose flesh is weakest. Who got the weakest flesh up in here? You know what I'm saying? Who is the weakest link? I'm looking, the devil is looking for the weakest link. He's looking for the one that got the music just pounding in their ears, just can't hear nothing else. Everything they hear, man, they do. Everything that uh, Jay-Z and Yazzie and Jesus and Yazoo's and all them rappers say, everything 2 chains say, I'm going to do it, man. That's it, man. That's the life. That's the stuff, man. And, uh, man, Satan is looking for you, man. He's looking for the weakest link. He's looking for the weakest link because that, does, that, 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 that controls your flesh. That gets your flesh all pumped up and hyped up. He's looking for the one that can, can't control their eating habits. He's looking for you. He's setting up dangers. When you can't control your eating habits and you're not healthy, yeah, he's looking for you because he's going to start cancer and diabetes and high blood pressure. Lord God, heal me. Heal me from this. God is saying, if you get close enough to me, I can tell you what to do to heal yourself. I will give you the ability to, I will give you a diet. (laughs) Amen. Amen. When you get close enough to Jesus, you start, man, Lord, I need to get, I need to stop eating that stuff. When you start fasting and praying, man, your body just starts, everything just starts changing. You start thinking differently. Your mind gets increased. Why? Because God is coming closer to you. Because that relate. You know what the di- disciples said? The disciples said, the, 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 the Pharisees and the Sadducees was wondering, why your men not fasting? They was always picking on Jesus and the disciples. Why your men ain't fasting? Because Jesus said, I'm right here. They ain't got to fast. So what he's saying, when I'm gone, if you want to have an experience with me, you need to spend some devotion time with me. Turn down your plate some time fast so I can come closer to you and I can tell you what you need to eat. I can show you how to get over that diabetes and high blood pressure. I can show you how you can change and get out of drunkenness and get out of alcohol and get out of drugs. I can show you what to do for your finances. I can tell you what to do, how to treat your wife right, how to treat your husband right, how to do right for your children. If you spend some time with me, I can get you out of this mess. Stop coming for healing and you don't want to change. You want healing, but you don't want change. God help me, but you don't want to change. Jesus. We need to spend some time with Jesus. We can't see the dangers because we're not close enough to Jesus. The Bible says, not as fools, but as wise. 
It says redeeming. You see the word redeeming? Redeeming the time. Redeeming the time. Redeeming means you're getting back the time. Redeeming the time means you're making that time, that time special. You're making that time better. You're redeeming the time. Why? Because the days are evil. Now, this is going, this, this, I pray that this opened up your mind. Amen? Redeeming the time because the days are evil. Every day we are walking within evil days. Do you all know that? Do you not know that Satan is the God of this world? Every day you wake up, every day, every, right now we're walking in evil days. We're walking because Satan is the God of this world, and all of that evil is surrounding us. Demons are surrounding us. Devils are surrounding us everywhere, speaking into our ear, trying to attract us, trying to lure us, trying to get in control of us, trying to make us do whatever they want us to do, trying to get us to lie, steal, and cheat, and hurt, and and be evil. Amen. We're walking in evil days, and all around us is something trying to control us, something trying to take a hold of our life because he knows our flesh is weak, and he's looking for the weakest link. Y'all know the the story, weakest link, the show, weakest link. He's looking for the weakest link. Every day we are walking within evil days, and our time all around us is in evil because Satan is the god of this world. We can become a product of our environment, and it will slowly creep on us. We can become a product of this sinful world. Why? Because we're in this environment and it can creep on us and we find ourselves doing things and saying things. And we're like, man, where did that come from? Oh, my goodness, why did I say that? Why did I do that? Why did I make that mistake? Because the Satan is creeping upon you and you're not doing things to redeem your time. Are you with me so far? We spend all of our time in this evilness. Let's use this example. What happens if you don't dust your house? It's a simple. What happens if you don't dust your house? It's going to get dusty. You're like, where did that dust come from? It just appears. It's the, uh, it, it's the environment is in. So if you don't want to keep your house dusty, you got to do something. You got to take some time at least once a week, once in a while, and you got to wipe that dust clean. You got to clean it off. What I'm saying is, is that we're walking. And let me use another example. Take, take for the environment of, of, of Florida and Wisconsin, all right? Now, I experienced. Now, Saturday was a beautiful day, wasn't it? Oh, man, the sun was shining. Now, you take that same atmosphere and put it in Florida. Man, they be crying. It's cold. I was there. I remember. It was 50 the same type of degree. It was Saturday. You take, you, you take, you give that weather to Florida people. They like, man, what is this? I don't like this. Oh my goodness, this is a blizzard. Please bundle up. Stay home. Don't leave the house if you don't have to. It was like that. It was like that. Man, we was coming out like, what are they talking about, man? This is good. <laughs> Listen, you become a product of your environment. All right? Now, if, if Florida get a little bit of snow, man, they shutting it down. If they got any amount of snow that we got, man, they shutting the whole state down. The state ain't going nowhere. You might not get a check. <laughs> it is shut down. Now, listen to this. If you take somebody that's been in Wisconsin and know how to drive in that environment and they spend some time in Florida, let's say, let's say you move to Florida, but every... Once in, well, every year you go back for a month and drive in the snow in Wisconsin. That means you are familiarized on how to deal with the snow. 
And when the whole state shut down because of that little bit of snow, you driving like, what, what is everybody doing? Why is everybody, man, this is easy. This is nothing. But if you stay in Florida for about 15 years and don't come back and experience the snow weather, you're going to come back and, and start trying to drive in snow. You might crash the next second. Like, man, I forgot I'd do this. I forgot. Man, people forget within a year. <laughs> you know, everybody was like, oh, oh, here coming that first snow. People don't forgot. <laughs> people don't forgot they got into an accident last year. People don't forgot, man. They forgot as soon as that first snow hit. And as soon as they slip a little bit, they remember, though, they come back. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got to. I got to drive a little bit slower, man. I, I remember. I remember. You ain't going to get me. <laughs> but listen, if you, if you haven't done it for 15 years, man, you're like, shut it down. I can't do it. This is what I'm saying. Even one more example. One more example. One more example. Language. When a Latino or whatever, they come over here and the children learn that English language, right? They learn the English language. You know when they go home that all they speak is the, is the Spanish language? Because they don't want their children to forget. So they have, if they don't speak it in home, then they're going to forget about it. And it's just, the, the environment that they're in is going to consume them. Saints, this is what I'm saying. If we're living in evil days and we're walking in this world every day and sin and the demons are around us and flesh and all these things that we're seeing and watching on TV that we're hearing, the people that we face on our jobs, some, some people we face in our devils because they got the devil in them. Amen. The devil's around and he's using them. <laughs> I don't like to call nobody devil. Lord, forgive me. I ain't trying to call nobody. But y'all know who I'm talking about. Some people that hurt you. Amen. You're dealing with that stuff every day. You're dealing with evil days. And if you don't spend a little time with Jesus, if you don't break down in the morning sometime and get into the environment of Christ, man, brothers and sisters, you're going to forget who you are. You're going to forget who you are. You need to take some time, 30 minutes, an hour, and just devote it to God and say, God, I want to focus on you. God, I want to hear you. Get into your word. Read and pray. Why? Because then once you step out into that evil day, once you step into out to that environment, things won't affect you as bad. Things around you and your surroundings won't hurt you as bad. Why? Because you've been in an environment that can give you the power and the strength to overcome hurt, depression, stress, worry, fear. And so when things happen around you, you're walking around like, what is y'all tripping about? What is y'all talking about? I forgave him. What is you guys talking about? I know God got my back. What is you talking about? I know the Lord got me. What are you talking about? Why? Because you devoted some time for Christ and his presence is surrounding you. His presence is all in you. He's in your mind. He's in your heart. His will is being done. So those evil days won't have an effect on you because you've been dusting it off. You went back once a year to make sure you know how to drive in that snow, right? You went home and made sure that language, make sure that language kept right, amen? You need to spend some time with Jesus because the evil days are around you. It's around us. It surrounds us everywhere we go. Are you with me, saints? Christ, redeem the time. Take that time and give it to Jesus. Redeem that time and truly spend it with him with all your heart. Listen, I'm talking about everyday alone time, real time for a relationship 
to stay healthy and grow. All right? Now, I'm going to use this example. I said this on Tuesday. Honey, I need you to come here. Yeah. Say man for Sister Sherelle. Amen. Um, let's, let's sit right here. Let's sit right here. Sit right here, honey. Sit right here. Now, when you want to spend time with somebody, I'm going to show you two instances. All right, honey, we're spending time, right? Is that spending time? This is, yes, honey, I hear you. Yeah, I understand. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, honey, I see what you're saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, I get it. Eye contact, connection, alone. Amen. Is that spending time? That's real time, ain't it? Listen, thank you, thank you. <laughs> see, now, I'm not saying there's some instances where we're doing something and we're spending time together and I got to be on the phone or I got to do this. But that can't be all the time like that. There are sometimes we got to shut some stuff down and just be me and her. What I'm saying is, yeah, it's okay to drive in your car and listen to your gospel music and spend some time with the Lord. And, but you still got to watch the next driver. You still got to watch the road. You still got to watch the lights. You still got to watch your surroundings. You got to watch what's going on. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying while you're on your job and you're working that you're not supposed to be singing and praising God. That's good time with Jesus. Yeah, we should be doing that. But there are some times that you need to shut some stuff down and say, Jesus, it's just me and you and nobody else. Else, eye contact, focus, mind, connection. That's what God desires from us. True devotion. You wonder why you can't make it and overseas because you haven't shut nothing down and spent good quality time with Jesus. For our relationship to work, we need to spend some good quality time. I can't be always doing this, running around, yeah, baby, I hear you. Oh, that, 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 that. That's, that won't work. Our relationship will fail. Good quality time. Everybody with me? You will find yourself going through the motions. All right? I think this is, go to, go to the next slide. Yep, okay. When you don't redeem time with Christ, you will find yourself going through the motions at a standstill spiritually. Now, we're going through the motions. That's barely wanting to do anything for church. Uh, barely going to church, just gradually coming to church. Just, yeah, 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 I'm going to do this. Yeah, I want people to see me to make sure they know I'm saved. Coming to church to make sure people, yeah, I, I'm going to be there next week so y'all know I'm saved. I, I don't want people to think that I'm a backslider. So I'm going to go, don't that, don't come for that. Come because you love God and you want to praise God with the, with the saints. Amen? Listen. Uh, so you just find yourself going through the motion. When you don't spend your time with God, you just find yourself going through the motion. You find yourself at a standstill spiritually and you can't grow. You might go to all the conventions you want. You might go and hear every pastor and still more, and still you can't grow. You might hear, you might hear all these, but you hear all you on every convention and you're still not growing. You know the reason why? Because you're not spending quality time with Jesus. 
hearing all kind of other stuff, and you're not spending no alone time with Jesus. We just had an incident today. Since Vanessa was in the Word, she said, something don't seem right with this lesson. That's because she's spending time with God. She's in her Word. She's like, man, something ain't right. When you don't spend time with God, you will find yourself being fooled by a lot of different conventions and a lot of what people saying and a lot of this. Get into the Word and get along with God yourself. Amen? You might go, and, 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 and you got to become more than a hearer of the Word. You need to become a doer of Christ, and he will give you the power to do and spend more time alone with him. I, you know what, people, I, I, I don't care, whatever, you know what people say, they blame the church for their growth. I just wasn't growing there. I can't, I just can't grow there. <laughs> I just, I'm at, I'm at this church because I can't, I couldn't grow at that church. Your growth ain't got nothing to do with church you go to. Your growth in Jesus Christ has everything to do with how much you spend with Jesus. Stop blaming the church for your hopping around self. Stop blaming the church because you're hot. I couldn't grow there. Ah, just hopping around. Be still and grow with Jesus. Spend some alone time with God. Stay with Christ. Stay in him, and you will find yourself growing. Stop blaming the church for your not growing self. You can't grow because it's up to you. It's about your time. How much time you spending? Get a relationship with Jesus. Your growth should not be the reason why you leave a church. Now, the pastor sleeping around and doing all kind of stuff, yeah, that might be a good reason. But the growth have nothing to do with it. <laughs> Amen. The growth is up to us, saints. Man, your flesh will rise up quick if you if it's out of control. We baby this flesh because it's so weak. We baby this thing. Are you tired today? Just lay down. Go ahead, lay down. You hungry? <laughs> Go ahead, had the other extra piece of bread. We ba- man, we baby this flesh, man. We baby this day. Our flesh be crying. That's why we can't fast for a whole day because our flesh be crying. <laughs> okay, baby. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and pray out of this fast because I know you need to eat. Man, we be praying out. We get through half of the day. We're like, I'm going to pray out of this one. Uh, that flesh be crying. <laughs> Man, cry if you want to. I'm going to make it to the end. Man, when you finally break that day, you wake up in the morning refreshed, and you say, thank you, God. I subjected the flesh for more spirit and more connection with you. The flesh will not control me. Our flesh have too much control, saints. We need to break this joker down because it's too hyped up. Stop babying this flesh. Wondering where Jesus is. We do this, saints. When we're not growing in God, when we're not seeking his face, we're wondering where Jesus is. Look, looking for signs and wonders to verify Jesus. Oh, where Jesus at home? I don't see the crutches on the wall. I don't see, man, half of the people that be doing that stuff be paying them people to get them crutches on the wall and the wheelchairs. You can't be looking for signs and wonders to verify that Jesus, Jesus died and set you free. He done did enough. If he don't do nothing else, I know my Christ is real. 
Because he died on the cross, he bled and rose again. What more proof do you need? Be looking, you're going, man, it's a scary thing when you start looking for signs and wonders. Because you know what? Look, this is what I'm going to tell you. So, yeah, man, you better watch out. I'm looking for signs and wonders. Jesus ain't in the building. Jesus ain't in the place. Man, Jesus, Jesus is healing. He's still in the place. He's still working. When people walking in truth, when people walk righteous, when people live right, that's a sign. That's a be of all signs that Jesus is working, working real. Amen? That Jesus' power is real. When you, when you can walk into a place and nobody can phase you and talk about you, and you say, yeah, I'm good. I love you, my brother. That's Jesus. Amen? That is Jesus. Listen, this is what happens if you keep focusing on signs and wonders. If you don't get no growth with Jesus and don't understand Jesus did it already. John 3, 16, he said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe in me shall not perish. That's enough. Let's go to 2 Thessalonians. Go to the next slide. The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan with all power, signs, and lying. What? If you're looking for signs and wonders, the Antichrist is going to come right in. Come get your healing. Come get your blessing. People lying up, people getting healed, people getting delivered, and that's the devil healing you. That's the devil lying. Stop looking for the podium to float up in the air. Looking for the mics to, Jesus is here. The mics got to fall down. Why, why the mics got to fall down and the podium got to flip for Jesus to be here? Why can't love just be in the place for Jesus to be? We can't be looking for this stuff all the time. Jesus is going to work. If you listen to God, he's going to work through you. In the, sign, the signs and wonders for those who don't know Jesus whatsoever. And when you say, I'm doing this in Jesus' name, and something happened, yeah, he will work that way. I'm not saying that Jesus won't perform miracles and he won't do it, but that can't be your main reason to verify Jesus. You need some growth. You need to get deep down and private time with Jesus so you understand and you're not looking for just signs and wonders because the devil can perform signs and wonders. If you get caught up in that, you're going to be lost. You're going to be running everywhere. I'm going to California. That, that, that man is Jesus. Man, you better watch yourself before you, man. Woo! Woo! I mean, I'm preaching today, man. <laughs> man, y'all better, man, we better be careful in getting God. You know why I say this? Because if we don't get devoted to Jesus Christ and get into God, there's a lot of stuff coming, saints. There's a lot of stuff coming, and you got to be willing to die for your faith. You got to be willing. If you just fleshly, if you just fleshly, you just like, they come in and I'm going to take your house if you don't deny Jesus Christ. You got to deny Jesus Christ and you can keep your house. If you get so fleshly and caught up in things, well, I'm going to deny him in front of you, but I'm going to go praise him when I get home. <laughs> no. You fleshly, man. You got to let go of that stuff. If somebody say you got to deny Christ, fine, I'm going to deny him. Take it. I mean, I'm sorry. Fine, I'm going to hold on to Jesus Christ. Take my house. Amen? Miracles will come through your devotion because you will hear God, his will, and your will is now his will. This is my last saying of the day, and I'm closing. I'm closing. Come next, come next Sunday if you want to, because this next Sunday is going to even be hot. Yeah, amen. It's going to, yeah, I'm ready. I want more. Y'all want some more? Well, I, I got to close. I gotta, y'all, y'all say that, but I got to close. I got I to gotta make sure my message is like 30 to 40 minutes because <laughs> y'all won't come back next Sunday. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> ha! I'm sorry. 
<laughs> All right. Last saying of the day. <laughs> Man. Last saying of the day. If your flesh is weak, you will sleep not able to watch and see spiritual, spiritually the sly tactics of the enemy. Stay devoted to Christ daily. If your flesh is weak, you will not, you will sleep, not able to watch and see spiritually the sly tactics of the enemy. Stay devoted to Christ. How many day, how, how many times? Daily. Every day, every morning. Stay devoted to Jesus Christ. Next week, we're going to see the benefits of our devotions to Christ, all right? Let us stand, saints.